There is a word from the Lord as we continue this series that God gave us at the beginning of this year. Series that that goes with the theme for the year 2022. The theme is faith, family, and community. On the first Sunday in January, we began a series that is simply entitled Faith Matters. I don't know about you, but my faith in God matters. In fact, it has been the only thing at times that have gotten me through what I was going through. Any witnesses in here? Anyone know that faith matters? So this is the ninth message in this series. The ninth message in this series. Our text for today's message is a very familiar verse in a very familiar chapter and that is Psalms 23. Psalms 23. A very familiar passage in Psalms. Not chapter but passage in Psalms and that is Psalms 23. We are reading today verse 4 of Psalms 23 and we have chosen for a clearer understanding of the text the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. Hear the reading of God's holy word. Psalms 23, New Living Translation, verse 4. It may read a little different than what you grew up on, which is the King James Version, but thank God for progress. Amen. Thank God for clarity. I still love King James. Uh, but when I really want to understand things, I say you can have all the thou's and the d's and just help me understand clearly what God's word says. Listen to this. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, David writes. For you are close beside me your rod and your staff protect and comfort me once again even when I walk through any witnesses the darkest valleys somebody is a witness I will not be afraid but you are close beside me <laughs> Lord, your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. For the next few moments, we want to speak to you from the subject, walk on by faith. Now, I know we don't hug and touch in this virtual and pandemic environment, but just give somebody a virtual high five. Just just give, give it in the air and say, walk on by faith. Clap those hands as you take your seat. Amen. Walk on by faith. On last week in the eighth message of this series, we spoke of stepping out on faith in the midst of a crisis stepping out on faith in the midst of a crisis in that message on last week we shared how Peter the disciple the apostle had the faith to step out of the boat on a stormy sea on nothing but a word from the Lord. Preaching to someone now. Because some of you have been there. You found yourself leaving the boat. Leaving your comfort zone. On nothing but a word from the Lord. And in this case, literally, it was one word. Come. And Peter came now listen to this observation 
Although Peter had the faith to step out of the boat and walk on the water momentarily, however, he did not have enough faith to walk on once he encountered obstacles such as the strong winds and the highways. Let me say that again. Peter had enough faith to leave the boat and to begin the walk, but he did not have enough faith to walk on. There are a lot of people who have enough faith to begin the journey. The question is, do you have enough faith to keep walking in the face of opposition? To keep walking when your body is racked with pain. To keep walking when folk let you down. When folk hurt you. When you are wounded in the house of a friend. <laughs> Can you continue to walk on? Because listen what the Apostle Paul writes in the book of Galatians. He said, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we will reap if we faint not. Uh, the New Living Translation puts it this way. And let us not be tired of doing good. For at the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessings if you don't give up. <laughs> See, we, we have to keep walking no matter what comes our way. Beginning a journey is not the journey. May I preach to you? He that began a good work in us will complete it until the day uh, of, of reckoning. That would mean that if, if, if God's going to complete something in us, we have to complete our journey with God. Listen, it takes, and I don't, I don't want to trivialize or minimize Peter's faith, for it takes a special kind of faith to do what Peter did, to step out of the boat and to walk on the water. However, it takes even more of this. Come on. Give me another mic, somebody. Thank you, Pop. It takes more of this same kind of faith to keep walking, even in the face of fierce opposition. How many of you have been tempted, don't fool me now, to stop walking, to give up when things got tough? The truth of the matter is we all are human. Am I right? We all at some point in our lives have been tempted uh, to just throw the towel in. But God, somebody say, but God, but God, amen. Here's what the word but means. The word but is a coordinating conjunction that links two opposite things together. It's hard, but God. Uh, I'm chastised, but God. Somebody ought to clap those hands and give me a but God praise and tell God, thank you. Thank you. Listen, in the face of opposition, we have to keep walking. This is something that we all perhaps at some point have struggled with in our life. It is a part of our spiritual earthly journey. A person born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. In fact, some of the greatest heroes, and on this Sunday in which we celebrate black history, some of the greatest heroes in black history and in the Bible at some point struggled. Listen to this. They were great heroes, but at some point in their lives, they struggled to walk by faith. Heroes in black history such as Frederick Douglass, born uh, a slave in Maryland, freed, ran away 
became an abolitionist, spoke truth to power. Uh, to go from the, from, from the slave plantation to the White House and stand in the face of President Lincoln and say to him that slavery is morally bankrupt and wrong. He had to walk by faith. Sister Harriet Tubman walked by faith. Also born in Maryland in a plantation, uh, ran away to freedom, escaped as a slave. Harriet Tubman went back on 13 missions in slave territory, rescued over 70 individuals to set them free. She had to walk by faith, knowing I am a free woman, but I'm putting myself at risk to make sure somebody else gets free. Martin Luther King Jr. gave his life walking by faith. When he sat in that great church in Memphis, Tennessee, Church of God in Christ, church, he says, I've been to the mountaintop. If I don't get there with you, that's all right because I've been to the mountaintop. My eyes will see the glory of God. It takes faith to declare something you may not ever physically see. Rosa Parks had to walk by faith when she decided I no longer will go to the back of the bus. Uh, why? I'm a human being just like everybody else. And if I go to jail, so be it. But I'm going to walk by faith. All of these great heroes and sheroes, they walked by faith, not knowing how things would turn out, but they walk on by faith. Somebody say walk on. Someone declare walk on. Now, where did they get their inspiration from? They got their inspiration from biblical examples in the Bible. People who were human but yet they struggled. Moses, in the midst of a 40 years wilderness journey, found himself wondering why God had chosen him for such a difficult journey. Job, in the midst of a horrific personal crisis, found himself regretting the very day that he had been born. Great but human. Look at Jeremiah the prophet uh, in the midst of being persecuted and humiliated by those he had been called to minister to. Jeremiah found himself wanting to quit and to walk away but he concluded it's like fire. Shut up in my bone. Paul the Apostle, Paul who writes more books in the Bible than anyone, despite all of his accomplishments, found himself struggling with his own personal, as he called it, thorn in his flesh. But God said to Paul that my grace is sufficient in your time of need. How many of you ever had to rely on God's grace when you didn't know how you would make it, but you knew God's grace would get you through it? Hurt, but God's grace. Pain, but God's grace. Suffering, but God's grace. Somebody put a 10-second praise on the fact that God's grace will bring. In fact, that's right. If you can stand, just give God a praise in the face of the enemy. Tell him thank you. Listen. Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane found himself struggling with his own flesh. For he questioned God about the tremendous sacrifice he was being asked to make. And he said to the Lord, if there's any way possible, let this cup pass for me. But I like how Jesus concluded. He said, but 
connecting conjunction. Nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. How many of you know you're going to struggle, but you have to keep walking? Can I preach to somebody right now? Look at somebody and say, it's a struggle, but it's not an excuse. A struggle is not an excuse not to keep walking by faith. Though you're knocked down, you've got to keep walking. Though you're going through stuff, you've got to keep walking. No matter what you go through, you've got to keep walking. Listen to the words of the Negro National Anthem that James Weldon Johnson wrote these most profound words as we were made to memorize as a student at a wonderful HBC uh, college. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastened rod, felt in the days when hope unborn has died, yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to this place which our fathers sighed. Then he writes, God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far all the way, thou who has by thy might led us into this light. If they can make it, you can make it. If they can press on, you can press on. Somebody ought to give God a praise for our historical and our biblical ancestors who pressed their way. Tell somebody you've got to press your way. You've got to press your way because God of our weary years God of our silent tears. It's hard, but you got to walk on. I'm here to tell you it is not enough to leave the boat. You have to walk despite the wind and the highways. Folk lie on you, keep walking. Folk get on your nerve, keep walking. Knock you down, keep walking. Somebody's been on this journey alone. I told you last week the song that we used to sing, uh, our dear brother, other Frank English, I've come too far to turn around now. My mind made up. My heart is fixed. You remember that digging the hell? Lord, I've come too far. Somebody, somebody get on the devil's nerve and just one time wave those hands, open your mouth, and shout too far, too far, too far. Pastor Jackson, on this Black History Sunday, thank you for reminding us that we've got to walk on by faith. Look at the text. Look at this iconic, incredible verse in Psalms 23. This verse is a part of what is perhaps the, the most read passage in all of the Bible. There are people who know no other Bible verse who can at least say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. David, ah, listen to this, writes this psalm based on his own experience. I'm here to tell you there is no testimony without an experience. Here's what God told me years ago. The test is a part of the testimony. For we want the testimony, but we don't always want the test. David, perhaps more than anyone else, realized what it was to struggle, to walk on by faith. David's life, if you would, if you would review David's life, you would see one crisis over another, and God kept making a way Ooh, out of no way. Listen, as a young man, David was overlooked by his father, Jesse. David, as a young man, was looked down on by his brothers. David was betrayed 
by his mentor, Saul. David was an embarrassment to his own wife, Micah. David was disrespected by his own son, Absalom, who tried to overthrow him. And David, somebody say testimony. Somebody say testimony. David was almost stoned to death by his closest friends in a place called Ziglag. What are you saying, Pastor Jackson? God says before David had a testimony, he had a test. <laughs> See, we want the testimony, but we don't want the test. Somebody ought to give God a praise right now for your test, what you're going through, because God is saying out of this will come your testimony. David, David had have gone through something because David then writes Psalm 23. He writes in the first verse, the New Living Translation, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. See, you can only write that if you've lost some things and God has given you enough that you know that everything is going to be all right. Who am I preaching to this morning? I need at least a handful of folk say, God will give me everything that I need. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Uh, by the quiet waters, King James says, he renews my strength. He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. Oh, but look at verse number four. David writes, I'm convinced that of all the verses, number four, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful ones. David writes, even when I walk through the darkest valley, is there anybody in here found yourself in a dark place? <laughs> in your life. You were this close to giving up. But David writes, even when not if, but even when not maybe, but even when, Mother Lumpkin, I walk through the darkest valley I will not be afraid <laughs> for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff they protect it. And they comfort me. Listen, three key insights from this one verse. And then we're done with this message. Three key insights that we all need to remember and to hold on to. Because I am convinced that it's not just David. But all of us have found ourselves walking through some dark valleys. Cancer is a dark valley. Woo. Breast cancer is a dark valley. Let me tell you such a, some of the things that some of you are going, rheumatoid arthritis is a dark valley. Some of you are going through some struggles right now. It's a dark valley. I, I spoke with my mom the other day and she had come back to the, from, the off, from the doctor's office and she didn't want to tell me. My sister told me, says the doctor said your mom is always in excruciating pain but every morning she says I've got to get up and keep more walking and every morning excruciating pain she gets up, goes to the family life center where there is no elevator, Deacon James Simmons, and walks up those stairs. And she said, I can barely get there, but I've got to keep walking because I know that if I stay home, I'll get stiff. Some of you are spiritually stiff because you've been on the couch too long and you've forgotten to give God a praise even when you're in pain. Somebody ought to give God your best praise right now. I'm going through something but yet I can praise him. I, I dare you. I, some of you are spiritually stiff because you haven't jumped up. You haven't walked it off. Walk it off. 
Tell somebody, walk it off. Walk it off. Tell the devil you a liar. Although he slay me, yet will I trust him. Anybody know how to dance in pain? Anybody know how to praise God in? Oh, I feel like preaching. I got to save a little bit for the three o'clock service, but I feel like preaching. You've got 10 seconds to give God your best. Listen, Woo. I feel something and there's an anointing that will destroy every yoke in here. Listen, the first key insight is this. David states, may I preach this? Can I preach this? Should I preach this? Uh, God says, preach it. Listen, David states that he is not afraid as he walks through life's darkest valleys. Woo. I've got news for the adversary. <laughs> Come what will or may, I am going to walk on. Knock me down if you will. I will get up, brush myself off, and walk on. Listen, I said this last week. It is worth repeating again today. Faith is the antidote to fear. If you have faith, you should not be afraid. If you are afraid, you are not walking in faith. Look at somebody and say, what will it be? Faith or fear? If it's faith, then you speak things in advance even before it works it out. Here's how the old church puts it. It won't be this way always. They would say, God will make a way somehow. You've got to declare it even before you see it. Anybody know that God is going to turn your situation around? Anyone know that God is a healer even before he heals your body? Somebody say, yes, he can. Faith is the antidote to fear. If you have faith, you ought not be afraid. What is it? Faith or fear? <laughs> Who is it? Go home today and say, Lord, is it faith or is it fear? Second key insight in this most powerful verse says this. David lets it be known that he's not afraid to walk through life's darkest valley. Why? Because the Lord was close beside him. Ooh, King James said, thou art with me. New King James say, you are with me. The Message Bible say, when you walk at my side. That tells me that through your journey, God will walk with us. David writes later in the same passage, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I've got news for you. You will not walk alone. God is right there by your side. If you keep walking, God will walk with you. If you keep moving, God will be there right there by your side. And then here is the third and the final insight in this incredible verse. David indicates to us that he can walk on by faith without being afraid because he is confident <laughs> that the Lord will protect and comfort him. Let me say that again. Some of you are afraid, but then those of us who are walking by faith, we are confident that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Is there anybody who's confident that the Lord will protect and comfort you. Listen to what is written in Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19. He says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard 
against my enemies. Somebody ought to know that God will work it out. God will defeat your enemies. Stand to your feet all over this place. Do me a favor. Lift those hands and say, Lord, I will keep walking. I will walk on by faith. Now, y'all got to help me. I need you to leave your seat and just for a moment, just walk around. Keep walking. Keep walking. It's hard, but keep walking. Tough but Tough but All over the church. All over your house. All wherever you are. Keep walking. Keep walking. I've come this far by faith. Anybody know that God will? God will. God will keep people down. God will. God will. God will make a way somehow. Keep walking. Keep. Keep. Look at y'all. Somebody walking around the church. Somebody decided to walk. Somebody decided to walk around. Anybody who can walk, do me a favor and leave your seat and just walk around one time and say, God is able, God is able, God is able. That's right. Look at the saints of God. Woo! Ah! There you go. There it is. There it is. Mother, I know you're in pain, but keep walking. Get up every morning and say, by his stripes, I'm already here. Look at you. Woo. Go. Yeah, yeah. Look at God. Oh, look at. Now, let me tell you something. If this woman can do that, where are my faith walkers? Where am I? That's right. Folk are walking. Folk are moving. Walk on. Walk on. Walk on. Walk on. Walk, walk on. Get up in the morning. Look at God. This is a demonstration of faith. Look at God. Woo! I like this. I, I, I like to see y'all walking like this. I, I, If someone knew your story, they they saw you walking, but they didn't. They don't know your story. They don't know how much pain you woke up this morning in. But you kept walking. I saw some with a limp, but you walked on. Some had to take a few steps and rest, but you walk. <laughs> Pastor Lawson, you walk on. You got to walk on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've got to trust that God will be there. When the enemy comes in like a flood, Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard ah, against your enemy. It is not enough to leave the boat. You have to walk on once you've left the boat. Some of you have done a good job. You've left the boat, but you stop walking. You stop trusting God. You stop believing that God was a way maker. God is a heart fixer. He 
Yes, he is. Listen, as we prepare for the altar, this message was in fact inspired by a recent song written by Bishop Paul S. Martin, who, by the way, will be with us on the fourth Sunday in April. Ah, Bishop Martin wrote a real simple song. Thank you to our young adult praise team who just in a matter of days learned this because I asked them to sing this. He writes, we cannot see in the future. We cannot see through dark clouds. We cannot, I love this, this part, we cannot see through teardrops. But Bishop Morton writes, walk on, <laughs> walk on by faith. Let Jesus be your guide. Walk on by faith. He can see, Jesus can see, way down the road. <laughs> Someone ought to clap those hands. Walk on by faith. Brother Anthony Thomas, chosen generation, has come right now as the altar is open. We invite some of you to leave your seats right now. Come stand at this altar. Sometimes you come to the altar not because you want something, but just to say to the Lord, thank you for allowing me to see another day. Young people, middle-aged people, older, senior citizens, whoever you are, whatever you're going through, walk on by faith. Listen, thank you, Anthony. We cannot see <laughs> in the future. Somebody ought to go download that song from Bishop Paul Martin. We it will bless you. Yeah, yeah. Cannot Ooh. see <laughs> through dark clouds. <laughs> we cannot see. <laughs> we cannot see through teardrops uh, <laughs> through teardrops <laughs> ah, but walk on walk on ah, yeah 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 by faith each day <laughs> each day take it from the top again Anthony tell them we cannot we ah cannot see in the future <laughs> that song bless me oh, we, we cannot cannot see through the dark clouds through dark clouds <laughs> no no Ooh, <laughs> we <laughs> cannot see Someone ought to walk on, but walk on by faith each day. On Mondays, you ought to walk on. On Monday, walk on. Walk on. Tell him on Tuesday. Even on Tuesday. Somebody. <laughs> let, yeah. let Jesus let him be let him be your God uh, he's able <laughs> to carry the load he can see coming <laughs> so walk on walk on uh, by
believe you're going to walk on tomorrow. Young people, let Jesus let us be. These are the songs the church used to sing. Kind of, he's able to carry the load. My God can see way down the road. On Mondays, every tomorrow morning, get up on Monday. Somebody keep walking. those hands if you're viewing us virtually make an altar wherever you are and here's the challenge even when I walk through the darkest valley I will not be afraid I want to bless someone here I know it's tough but even when you walk through the darkest valley Lord, how am I going to make it? How are we as a family going to make it? God says, David says, that God is close beside me. Thou art with me, the King James says. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They protect me. I know it's tough. But you have began a good work. You left the boat. Now keep walking. The wind will come. There will always be haters. There will always be naysayers. There will always be somebody there to try to push you back. But walk on. Come on, before we pray, tell them Andrew to walk on. Tell them. You ought to tell your neighbor, walk on, walk on. Walk on. Walk on. Walk on. Keep walking, man. Keep walking. Young lady, keep walking. Eternal Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you for the privilege of hearing another message. Thank you for reminding us that the journey is not over when we leave the boat and step out on faith. But the journey must continue as we walk on by faith. And even when we walk through life's darkest valleys, we will not be afraid because we know that you are with us. You are close beside us. We know that your rod and your staff will protect and comfort us. So on tomorrow morning, we are walking by faith. <laughs> 
Tuesday morning, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. When we go on our jobs, we're walking by faith. When we go in the classroom, we're walking by faith. In fact, when we go back home to a hostile environment for some, we are walking by faith. We are walking on. We're telling the enemy that you can't turn us around. You can't stop us. We've come too far by faith to turn around now. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh, Thank you for those who are walking by faith, even in the midst of fierce opposition. We know for them, everything will one day be all right. Lord, this is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And everybody that know it is already done said amen. Come on, just wave at somebody and give them a virtual high five and say walk on. Listen, if you want to join the church, if you want to make a commitment to the Lord, the elders are in the back. Come on, if you don't know the Lord as your Savior, come on right now. Somebody is right there to pray with you. Come on. If you want to make that commitment right now, come on, walk on. Walk on. If you are listening, the numbers are on the screen. Call that prayer line right now. Someone is there. Listen, David could never have written this if he did not first have a relationship with God. Until you know that he is your shepherd, you will never be able to declare that he is your shepherd. Make him your comforter. Make him your guide. Wherever you are right now, call those numbers on the screen. If you're here, you can see someone in the back. They're there to pray with you and to pray for you. Amen. As you stand to your feet, before the benediction, we want to say a very special thank you for those of you who've sown into our vision offering. Listen, I, I told the church this morning at 8, before I left my office and came to the pulpit, there was a letter sitting on my desk from someone all the way from Salters, South Carolina. Some of you know where that is. Okay, uh, she wrote a very special letter, and in that letter, Mother Jackson, she sent a check for $100 to the vision. And God said to me, this is how we're going to implement the vision. I'm going to show you some pictures on the screen of what is going on right now uh, on our campus. Amen. Trees are already being moved. Amen. Right now, look at somebody say, but God. Uh, look at look at God right now. Somebody say, but God. Let me tell you the first phase of this vision, what we call workforce housing. 300 units. So we had this crazy idea that we can build houses for first-time young people who decide to teach or to be first respondents. And they would be able to get vouchers to help them with their rent. And so on last week, I had a conversation with the leaders of the Columbia Housing Authority. Pitched the idea. They said to me, it's an incredible idea. It's wonderful. We want to help you make this work. Somebody say, walk on. See, Al, I had to declare it before I knew they would even buy into it. And, and we, we have already cleared the trees. The buildings are going up before there are any vouchers or anybody. But here's what we envision. Some young person straight out of school, I want to teach. And you don't have to worry about rent for a while. Why? Because God says if you serve others, somebody's going to help serve you. Some firefighter, some Polish young person. We want you to be in a place with a gymnasium, with a library, with a swimming pool right here on Atlas Road. Why? Because God says it can happen. And all of this 
because you initiated the vision with just $7. I shared that with you to tell you that God says when we do our part, God will do his part. I am so proud of what, that's just the first project. There are seven projects that we have that God says within the next five years will be implemented on this campus simply because we trust God by faith. Thank you. To those of you that are viewing virtually, thank you. Send those offerings in. To those of you that can go online, go online, send it in right now. Every dime, every penny, 100% of everything in this vision offering will go towards these projects. God is able. Somebody say, God is able. How are we going to do it? We're going to walk on. Come on, as we prepare for the benediction, wave those hands and say, walk on, walk on. <laughs> Young people, y'all sound like the Jubilee Choir. I like that. Rocking like the Jubilee Choir. Some of y'all come from those country churches. You know how it is. Woo! Come on, let's, let's walk on. Walk on. Come on. Lift those hands to the women. We invite you to come back on Tuesday night for a very special service as we begin Women's Month in March. We're looking for God to move in an incredible way. We invite you back on next Sunday. Amen. As we share another word from the Lord. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us. Now tomorrow and forevermore and the church said amen amen don't touch anybody but just wave at somebody and say walk on walk on come on and tell them to walk on i dare you to say it again oh, walk, on. Uh, walk on walk on walk on We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you or if you're moved by the message in any way, please be sure to share with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website. That's bwcar.org.